Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I want to welcome you to Brunch in the Basement with Javon, and today's show is going to be spectacular. We have our co-host Therese coming on. We have the amazing Reverend Kevin E. Taylor coming on, and not to mention the lovely, the wonderful Miss Linda Clifford coming on. And uh, to get us started off, I'm just going to play some music. You know how I like to do. I like to start my day off with a little something, something. Just to get me motivated, just to get me awoke. Not woke, because I stay woke, but awoke, you know, a little, just a little something. And um with the way things are going in the world today, man, geez, I, I guess I need to start off with something. Eh, maybe, uh, maybe a little inspirational for, especially for anybody who is, uh, who who may be feeling a little disenchanted or disenfranchised for that matter. Um, Let's do a little Andre Day, Rise Up, on WJBR Internet Radio. 
Hi, this is Ann Mendy, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon Armstrong.
talking excuses. I pray the Lord you reveal what his truth is. Javon, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon.
Hi, this is Robin S. And you're listening to Music in the Basement with Javon.
You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio Brunch in the Basement with Javon. And Therese will be calling in shortly. I just um, want to make sure that everything is going well. Um, love you all. It's a very important time in our country. And, um, you know, we, we're bringing on some people to talk about it today. And, yes, of course, I'd love to play that music. Y'all know I'm all about that. And um, I want to give a shout out to Sonia Moore. Thank you so much. I, I, I think I might have to give you a, an official um, position as our sound uh, sound checker or somebody. I don't know. But thank you so much for listening and for keeping me on point. Uh, yeah, Therese should be calling in within the next 10 minutes, and we're going to do a little microphone check one two one two with her and in the meanwhile and in between time we're just gonna keep it moving you know the it's a it's a it's a tough time out there for minorities and women they're trying to disenfranchise us by quieting us up by stealing votes by not allowing us to vote by doing this and that and the other and um, I know little Mo says that she can't be the superwoman, but, you know, we are superwomen. That's what we are. Let's play little Mo. Let's do it. Baby, that's a point in my life when I'm tired of playing games. I'm ready to
buttons with bands on Head in the sand wall, I'm getting a tan on Girl, you must be forgetting your man's on Most tucks is I had trouble getting the pants on And I know things run through your head when your man's on I come home, how you say, better than Cameron You upsetting they plans on, getting they chance on Getting they hands on, F-A-B
yes, yes, yes. That was Lisa Lisa, actually. You remember Lisa Lisa from Lisa Lisa and the Cult Jam. Now, just a really brief thing. Um, I remember, I guess it may have been about two years ago, um, around my birthday, which is coming up next month, um, when Lisa Lisa came on the show. That woman, Lord, Lord, Lord. And and I can say that because, wow, it was a great show, and um, we got to get her back on. We have to get her back on. So now, speaking of birthdays, um, I have to mention that, was it yesterday? You know what the day is. I don't even know what today is. It might have been the day before yesterday. Um, was the birthday of a very, 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 I can't even tell you how many berries, um, a very special person. It was it was her birthday. And um, she's special to me. She's special to this show. She's special, special to everybody who listens. And it, it was Therese's birthday. So I, I just want to uh, play this for Therese. Creeping and stealing and double dealing and 
Ugh, creepy. Mm-mm. It's so nice to know real people. Welcome to the show, Therese, everybody. Tell us how you feel. What you morning, say, man? Good morning. Good said, Tell morning. us how you really feel. No, <laughs> good man. Morning. I'm just. Mm, mm. I'm. <laughs> yo. You don't know how grateful I am to have somebody like you in my life. Just real people, just straight up, just as you see, as I see you, that's who you presented yourself to be consistently throughout, no double, no fake ass bull, you know, like, oh, man. Wow, that's a lot to carry, too. I don't know how people do it, but thank you. Thank you, and yeah, I can say the, feeling, the sentiment, the sentiment is mutual, my dear. Thank you. Yo, slippery, slimery. Let me, let me just get. Okay, so let me, let me just give you another example. And if I sound a little bit distracted, it's because I want to start going live while this thing is working. <laughs> I just, I just got to get it all in. But um, right before the show this morning. And this is, see, it wouldn't be so strange if I didn't have the prior success with the podcast that I've had, right? So I get an inbox from, and I'm not going to say the name of the artist, I guess. Maybe I shouldn't say the name of the artist. Um, Hold on. Let me just type this up. Live with Therese. I'm going to say Rev Kev because he's coming up and definitely and Miss Linda Clifford because she texted me today just to, you know, so we, we good. Um, sometimes, you know, people get busy and forget. So, um, but she's good. And let me bring, I'm going to make this public for the world to see. And all they're going to be seeing is me. But that's all right, right? They know what they get when they deal with me. Just me. And they can hear you. Okay, so I was saying, as I was saying, I was, um, you know, on Twitter and doing my thing, getting ready to broadcast this show and let everybody know, you know, what we were going to be doing today. And I get an inbox from one of my favorite. R&B singers from the 70s, the 1970s, who actually, I don't really recall whether or not I ever reached out to her or not, but, um, you know, she's somebody I would definitely love to interview. I think we both would. And, you know, I just never, I don't know her. I don't know people who know her. I haven't contacted her, you know? So I get an inbox from her saying, thank you for liking my... um, liking my website, for liking my page. Um, I really appreciate you. So this is this kind of thing has happened to me before. So it's not uncommon to me that a celebrity, you know, would do something like that, you know, especially once they, they realize, you know, that I know some other celebrities and I've been kind of cool with everybody, right? So I go back and forth a little bit and I'm like, you know, well, we'd love to have you on the show. And she's like, oh, that's sweet. Where are you from? And I, you know, explain a little bit. 
And I said, so who do I contact? Who's your, your manager slash booking agent, right? Crickets. So I decide for myself to look her up, to go back, screen a little bit, you know, back to my little backdoor way of finding out, you know, who's, who people's peoples are. And it was, she has a different Twitter page, Twitter account um, handle. Her people are right there to be seen if you look closely enough. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, it, it was fake. It was fake. So I, no. am, so I, I responded to the inbox. Yes, I found your actual connections, your official page and your official people, and I will, you know, reach out to them, and I will inform them of this correspondence. Thank you so much. Crickets. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just to let you know, I will let, even whether or not she herself wants to be on the show or not, if she's receptive to that, great. But um, if not, she will know that there's somebody out there pretending to be her. You know, because I, I, that's, yes, I, I get down like that. If you are um, trying to pretend to to be a celebrity or whatever or catfishing somebody or, you know, I'm going to I'm going to let people know what's up, especially um, our legendary R&B people. Don't don't mess with my people, y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even though she may she may not even know I exist, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? At this point, but I I, I am the keeper and protector of the R&B legends. That's what's up. So that's one of the things that has me on the roll this morning, as well as the drama that's going uh, on. Okay, I get it. Yeah, unfortunately, there are people that uh, need something to do with their time, and um, impersonating anyone is like a serious offense. And you know, but that you know, and it also just keeps us on our feet with due diligence because you know there are folks out there that get off on stuff like that and uh, mental health, the spirit of mental health, it's it's uh, it's real. And thank exactly. you for being so diligent with what you do and just discovered it right away, and then you'll do a step further and report it out to the people that need to know this is happening. It's serious. Yep. You know, that's right. Because you never know what kind of scheme they had in mind, you know, like, Hey, let me get your personal email and we could talk. And then who knows what, I don't know how scammers do what scammers do, but um, you, you know what? Let me, let me stop right here. Therese. I, I started doing the live and your girl Marsha's um, watching or at least had joined. How you doing, Marshall? And Yvonne, how you doing, Bonnie? That's um one of my um friends. And then there is somebody that how can I say? She's probably right now, if not the biggest fan next to your wife. She is one of your biggest fans. And she lets me know about it every day. And um, she's like, hey, Javon, is that Therese I hear? Please, please, Rez, please say hello to Charlene Kelly. Miss Kelly, how you doing? Thank you for your support. I appreciate you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. 
All right, Charlene, I will accept $5 for that one, <laughs> which I have to split with Therese. So, you know, yes, you can send me $5 because now your dream has come true. <laughs> Therese spoke to you personally. Lord, thank you for supporting the show, Ms. Kelly. We appreciate you. Yes, and Loretta, Loretta's on the line as well. Um, how you doing, baby? Good to see you, Loretta. CQ, that's my girl. Yes, the Coach Queen, the Coach Queen. Yes, so, yes, yes. Oh my God! So, so Charlene says yes. Ah, oh, oh my God! Good morning. You can have it all. Okay. All right. Cut. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's, nice. <laughs> That's nice. And we both appreciate you supporting the show, darling. So you don't really have to, don't send us any money or anything. We we appreciate it. Keep, let, keep listening and let all your friends and your family know to listen as well. We appreciate you. So speaking of your wife, Therese, um, she is going to be airing tonight, correct? Correct. And correct. Um, I just want to say from me personally, um, and you know, I love her dearly, 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 dearly. Um, this is the second time that she has publicly um done something uh, to me, which is amazing, put herself out there amazingly, um, publicly in a big, big way to share herself with us and to also give others an opportunity to, to see, you know, to see themselves reflected Yes. And and it yes. empowers people. Yes. I don't I don't know that that Mo understands how powerful it is that she shares her life with us in the way that she does. Yeah, you know, bigger than me too, um, bigger than anything. And she's that, amazing. That, that, I love her. That's actually that's been her her mantra, her mantra because she understands um clearly that uh, we are all connected and in the spirit of connectivity you know there's a certain amount of transparency and growth that happens when you when you uh, decide to do things that um, are life-changing for you they also because we're connected can be life-changing for others you know and um, we as a community and I'll just say a human community um, are more alike than we are different, you know, in so many levels. And she has been uh, for many years now embarking on her own personal journey to healing and changing pathologies that existed in her life um, uh, that, you know, she had no control over. And you, this is a real honest, um, gut-wrenching look at what happens when things are not addressed in generational um, and, I, and I'll coin one of Ayala's phrases, generational uh, things, curses, if you will, that um, did not start with her, you know. Um, she has to reach back in her childhood to discover things, and I'm sure that, you know, the people, places, and things that contributed to 
her environment, her upbringing, and go back further. You know, you can take these generations, you know, and cellularly, um, as uh, African Americans in this country, there are some things in our cells that we've experienced, our ancestors experienced that was passed on. So I don't want to go layers and layers and layers, but you get get the point I'm trying to make with when things are not addressed, you know, they just don't go away. You know, there are reasons why. And, you know, in, in uh, promoting this um, is is not the typical uh I'm going to say is new because what you're, what we feel we're doing on this and is promoting the idea of wellness and promoting that you don't have to stay stuck and promoting that, hey, you know, as opposed to talking about it, you know, it's an opportunity for you to see someone who is being about it. Um, and, and, um, and thank you for noting the second time because, you know, there's a ton of things going on privately that aren't shared. Um, right. There is. There is there are the public moments um, that are shared that we feel are bigger than us. You know, um, uh, Monif and Akemi have been on a journey for a very long time. Um, this is not new, and um, right. and she decided to take this step with her so that she can have the freedom that she needs to have in the discovery. And she, Akemi, is an amazing person. <laughs> an amazing special daughter, um, an amazing mom, you know, an amazing wife. And she's coming through her own womanhood and journey. And, um, you know, I think my wife is incredible and she's um, honest and she's raw and she um, in herself and her spirit. And she understands what it takes to flush that out because in her journey, there were a lot of things that flush, you know, and that flushed rather. So, it's it's um tonight it airs on on own at 9 p.m. and this is the first time we will be watching it in its entirety you know we get right. clips of pieces you know but you know they they um they're careful about releasing the whole package to anyone prior to um based on you know how they want to protect the piece and it um the season finale and uh, we are going to watch it as a family and um Kimmy and Monifa will be going live on, uh, I believe it's Instagram tonight, um, because you know there are a lot of falsehoods that I think that they've um, that just need to be understood. Starting with uh, the concept, everybody has a different concept of abandonment, but um, there's a lot of different things that are flying out there that people misconstrue, like um, whether she raised her. Yes, raising someone and being present are two different things, you know. Um, and, you know, just a whole lot of things that people uh, right. need clarity. Maybe they'll take questions or maybe you'll just hear from them. I'm not sure how they're setting that up. That's a surprise. I, you know, I don't get into well, all of the particulars be, it's not rehearsed. Therese, is that going to be during the show or or after? I believe it's – I think it's going to be definitely be after the show. Okay. I, don't, I don't imagine too much being happening during the show. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, because they should be watching it intently together. Right, and for those of you who don't know, her handle is um, at T H E M O N I S A H. Yes, um, Monifa. Yeah, now she says D, and I keep trying to tell her that D is with two E's, but it's actually the Monifa. <laughs> but she okay. pronounces it D Monifa. <laughs> yeah, so do I, so do I, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monifa. yeah, she said the fact that was the, that was the first uh, 
uh, laugh and a half that we had with each other. So that's not the, that's the, but, you know, it's T-H-E-M-O-N-I-S-A-H. Yeah, um, so everybody tune in to to OWN tonight and um, check out Monifa and on, how do you pronounce, I, I, uh, I can never pronounce Instagram. her name. I, I, uh, yeah. Ayanla. Yeah. Just check it out tonight, 9 p.m. at own. Um, right. You just let you just let Mo know that we all love her and we are all in support and we appreciate her. Okay. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. And 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 that 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 runs deep. Right now on the line we have um, Miss. Linda Clifford holding on. So I don't want to, I don't want to keep her holding any longer. I want to bring her onto the show and let her know that we love her. And we've been waiting for her to join us again. How are you? Good morning, everyone. I am, I am so good. How are you? I am so Torn. I'm excited and happy <laughs> to have you on the show, but I am yes. so uh, about what's going on in our country, and I know you are too. Girl, please, 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 don't even listen. <laughs> we need to fix this for sure, you know, and it, it, a lot of what's going on is up to us to try to reverse what's happening. We can, we can get out there and try to change things. We have to. We have Absolutely. to. I mean, you know, in the '60s, and I, you know, I'm giving my age away, but that's okay. You know, we got out there and and we marched and we did everything that we could think of to change things. We suffered through a lot, and our ancestors went through a lot. But you know, the '60s came around and stuff was still horrific for us, and we made some changes happen. So we're going to have to do that same thing again because, you know, the White House is just, uh, Lord have mercy. I mean, I don't even know what to say. I just, what happened? I mean, what happened? Well, um, I'm going to tell you what I think happened in one second because we have someone else holding on the line, our other special guest that's. Reverend okay. Kevin Taylor, Kevin E. Taylor, you are now on the line as well. So let me just give you a happy applause. We're, we're, we're <laughs> <my people. laughs> so let me just make sure that everybody knows everybody who's who's in in this conversation. So we have Therese, who is our co-host. Therese is happily married to. Monifa, the R&B um, singer, um, we also call her R&B diva, the Monifa, the Monifa, right? And we the? have Reverend Kevin, <laughs> Kevin E. Taylor, who is the Reverend and the pastor of Unity Fellowship Church, Newark. And we, he also has done many, a plethora of other things with BET and so forth and so on. We'd be here all day if I said everything that everybody has ever done who's on this panel right now, as well as the legendary, the beautiful, and the talented, passionate, also, because I follow you on, on Twitter, 
and you go in, Uh-oh. that would be Miss <laughs> Linda Clifford. So I want to thank, first of all, everybody for joining us. With all of Well, hello, everybody, and thank Good you afternoon. for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, afternoon. So, so I Good just afternoon. Wanna, Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you. Yes. So I just want to put this, put this in the, the room. First of all, we know that the big news of the day, although it's been going on for years, is the disenfranchisement of black people in Georgia, right? We know that's going on. Mm-hmm. And Ms. Clifford just posed a wonderful question, a great question, as to what is going on now and how did we get to where we are. So what had happened was we elected a black man to become the president Mm -hmm. of the United States, an articulate, beautiful, brilliant black man. But what we failed to do, what we failed to do is we, we failed to vote during the midterm elections to give him the support that he needed to get certain things done. As a people, we don't generally vote in the midterm elections, and that's how we have this Republican House, Republican Senate, Republican, 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 and they are basically doing whatever they want. Had we voted in some Democrats in the House and the Senate during um, President Obama's tour during his time, um, Mm -hmm. we may not be in the same situation that we are in right now. So it's a lesson for me well learned. And um, on this very show, people were calling in in 2016 right after the election to to say that hey I no I didn't vote I didn't vote for Hillary I didn't like her I didn't like him I didn't vote I voted for an independent I, I did this I did oh. and and this, this yes and this is what happened in my humble opinion. So what say ye? Well, <laughs> well I I don't wanna take over the show but I'm going to jump in and say I totally agree with you uh, about the midterms, and that's something that we are facing right now. I think that, um, you know, the midterms are coming up. If you're not registered, get registered. Uh, We have got to change the Senate and the House in order to get anything either reversed or get anything done because, like you said, they're doing whatever they want. And um, what they want is not, it is not good for the country. It, what it is good for is big business. This is all about money. It's all about Correct. money. And okay. these people, you know, these people are, are looking out for themselves. They don't care about us. They're taking medical insurance away from our children. They're taking it away from people with pre-existing conditions. I mean, you know, if you don't have the kind of insurance that you need to have and the kind of money that they have, you just crawl over in a corner somewhere and die. And they're okay with that. I'm Absolutely. Not. I, I, you know, that's, that's got to go. 
So I'm just going to leave it there and let somebody else have a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you What y'all say? Oh, I was getting ready to speak. So what I wanted to say, echoing all of this, is we have to, and I'm so appreciative of you having this uh, conversation, Jay Strong, y'all. You know, I call Javon Armstrong, Jay Strong. So is, <laughs> we have to deal with the ways that we have been complicit and complacent in politics. When Barack Obama came into office, there was, the, you know, for as much as our community has sometimes suffered from the great white savior complex, we really did think Obama coming in and he's going to fix everything. And then when it didn't all change overnight, there became this, what has he done for us? And I'm like, he's the president and he's trying to deal with structural, you know, inconsistencies that ended up dealing with health care, that ended up dealing with disparity. And we just weren't as supportive as we should have been. And. There came this thing where, as you said, you, we were complicit in not being present and giving him the, the support he needed in the midterms. And so even though there were people mm-hmm. who thought, you know, that my vote won't count no matter what, they can't shut down the president, forgetting that uh, Mitch McConnell said day one, we're going to make sure this man is a one-term president and stop everything he does. We just didn't mm-hmm. hear that. And that's that same evil, dastardly man who, you know, did whatever it took to get this new, you know, this new chief justice uh, in office. This, 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 we have to realize that the people have given up their vote by giving up their voice. That's why they keep coming after the football players. That's why they keep coming after the protests, because they know that people and their voices, they, turn, they will turn cameras around for that. They will turn people around. And so there's this thing where we've got to get consistent and relentless about using our voices, especially now in the social media era, because people think sharing right. a hashtag is your voice. That is not the same as Pete the Street, and it never will be. Amen. Oh, my gosh, you are so right. So right. That's, and so, in the, look, listen, y'all, are, in the immortal words of the diva, Linda Clifford, get up, people, and shoot your best shot. There you go. dog. <laughs> That's right. You got to get up, get out, and do the right thing. Exactly. And you know that you need every single vote. Has, every vote counts because I'm so glad you brought up Mitch McConnell because, you know, every time that man opens his mouth, I, I go into a fit. Um and I do remember, and I did hear what he said to our president about being a one-term president and telling him that he will never see a justice on the Supreme Court, and he's yep. the one that made that happen. And so as a result of that, now we have a right-wing Supreme Court. So they're going to do, like you said, whatever they want to do. And the only thing that will change that or help that, I believe, we have the power, if we can get in the midterms more Democrats in office to, um, to counteract some of the things that they've done, we can investigate more fully some of the charges that were brought against this Kavanaugh character and see what really happened. Because there was no real investigation. We all know that. No, their hands never. were tied by the White House. You know, absolutely. So, you know, just you know, just sitting back and watching what happens is not going to fix it. We have to move, people. We have to get up. Yeah, yeah. And um, from what I hear and what I understand, um, there are some judges who have bought twelve different charges 
against Kavanaugh, um, and it's now being looked at by the Tenth Circuit Court um, about, and basically it's about his demeanor and things that he said on September 27th during that hearing that made mm-hmm. him unfit to sit at the Supreme Court or really to be a justice anywhere, to be a judge. Anywhere. Um, that behavior yeah, was anywhere. was that, that the, behavior hey. was indignant to the office of judge. And a local right, traffic exactly. cop judge shouldn't have had that kind of behavior toward people. I like right. beer. I like beer. I drink yeah, beer. I, I, I like yeah. beer. I mean, come on. And then screaming yeah. at people, uh, uh, that was so unnecessary and definitely not the character that you want to see trying to preside over a session in the Supreme Court. How can you, right. how can you trust anything to somebody like that? And then yeah, he, also, he also mentioned that it was, he felt that it was um, biased by Hillary Clinton and, and Bill Clinton and their oh. agenda. So he has a bipartisan, he has a partisan perspective and judgment that is clearly unfit for any judge in in the United States, we're supposed to be impartial in in the courtroom, mm-hmm. and he's already well, shown his his truth. Women need to be extremely and good afternoon, everybody. It's Therese, but women need to be extremely extremely concerned about his principality in general. When he started off by thinking that birth control and women's rights, birth control was considered anti-abortion. The language that this man has oh, used yes. to describe. Um, our personal wellness, our personal care, it's like it's reprehensible. So it's not even something that we should tolerate. I believe that women in this country um, need to absolutely get out there on November 6th and change this situation. We should really, really a lot of this can and be show, changed. yeah, yeah. This, this guy's agenda and, and the idea that anybody wants him there, you know, it's consistent with what they've been uh, showing us from the beginning, and this is from from forty five on down. You know, this just the uh-huh. idea that women are just disrespected in so many ways. So it's not okay. It's not okay that well, we allow this whole this. thing about them saying that uh, it's a dangerous time for young men in this country. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Excuse and we have to. And, and Linda's point is so valid because think about this, y'all. This man saying it's you know that it's a dangerous time for young men in this country rolls right back to the fact that a young man raped a young girl beside a trash can and his parents cried you know if for twenty minutes he should not l- lose the rest of his life why not she right. did when we have a right. young white yeah. man who kills poor people and gets off on yeah. affluenza which is I'm white and privileged and don't know any better. Right, it's right. dangerous when young white men are being held accountable for the stuff that is just the behavior of boys. Let's remember, let's remember the 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 the, the, um, the, uh, the swimmer Ryan Lockey who lied in Brazil and then at 32 right. says, "Well, it's just a boy being a boy." He's 32, but Tamir Rice at 12 was murdered. The actual right. boy right. was murdered in a for having a gun in an open carry state, huh? Right. But the, right. but the 32-year-old gets to lie and say it was just the actions of a silly boy. Mm-hmm. You don't get to be a boy until yeah. you're 40. You don't, but, Thank but, you. So we've got we've to gotta hold white men accountable to this kind of ridiculous rhetoric that makes it seem like I don't get to be held accountable for my past. 
exactly. and that's why we need to get the right judges on the bench because yep. this was all these decisions were all made by the judge who was sitting there and said, "Well, you know, it, he he made a mistake. It's, right. You know, I'm you know we gonna give him like no time for raping that young girl. I mean, please." And, right. and it's those judges, the local judges, judges who have exactly. to have to pay attention to everything because it's not going to get any better if we don't. I'm, even, yeah. I'm the one who needs somebody to connect the sound bites from when 45 was talking about the Central Park Five and how he went in on innocent boys at that time oh, and how it does not pale for this particular situation, how he can have so much compassion on someone who actually did it, you know, and yet he deserves another opportunity or whatever it is, which is just far beyond me, the hypocrisy in this whole entire thing. He ruined the lives of five young boys and turned around today Mm -hmm. and his pseudo-infinite wisdom and says this stuff about this gentleman that he's trying to push it's just like, you know, if we don't understand that this country's been run by a bunch of folks with mental health issues from the very beginning, I don't know <laughs> what is apparent. I don't know what is more apparent. I don't know yeah. what is more apparent. I really don't. Well, look at the history of the man who's in charge. How many charges were brought against yeah. him? How many people came out before he was put into office? And Six, said that zero. he sexually assaulted me, yeah. and he Which, did this and he did that, and they still voted him in office. Now, Which goes back, that Ms. To me. Ms. Clifford, that, that goes back to my original statement that they were so upset that we had this black man in office right. who was doing so well. The, they didn't care, and they still don't care. They don't. They don't care no, about. He's trying to anything. take. It doesn't matter. Right. This this and um, he's taking credit for everything that President Obama did while he was. And there. he's trying to also overturn everything that President Obama did. Exactly. But this this reporter that went missing and who was murdered in Saudi Arabia. Uh, if yeah. you ask me, I, I I mean obviously I don't have any proof of it. But I think the Saudis wanted to kill this man, and I think that Donald Trump said, okay, you can have him. Whatever. Yeah, we need oil. Can, yeah, yeah. Because he's all about money. He's all about money. Um, yeah. And, and as far as this thing about um, rape, consent, um, we have someone, a friend of mine, Janice Paez, who I'm also doing a live video. Um, and she says 45 is talking about white young man, young man. He's a, it looks like a meanie. He's a meanie. And, um, what about all of our African-American and Latino young men? Absolutely. But I'll tell you something. Um, but I Carla, you remember he, young and Latino, young black and Latino men are criminals. So see, that's exactly oh, yeah. we got to get this whole show. He's trying to cast young right. white man as overwhelmed pragmatists, then black and brown boys as villains. Look at them. Go after them. Leave us alone. Uh-huh. Except for Kanye, 
Listen, oh no, no, including Kanye, because if you watch the way he hugged up on and moved away from Kanye, he got about five mm-hmm. minutes of patience for him for photo ops, and that's it. I promise you, the yeah. second the camera stops, he walks away from him. That's why the coonery of Kanye is so embarrassing, because he acts like that man says, sure, stay the night in the Lincoln bedroom with Betsy. The second the cameras move, so does Donald. There you go. <laughs> I totally agree with that, but I also want to say, in not in defense of Kanye, but I feel sorry for him. I think, you know, mental illness is real, and I think that Kanye has got a problem, a serious, serious problem, and I'm upset because I want to know where is his wife? Where is that whole big Kardashian clan that's always together? Why did nobody say, pull him back and say, Kanye, dude, come on, you you know? But I think he was used to the to the extreme because if he really wanted to have a meeting with him about prison reform, why did he need cameras? Absolutely. Well, listen, we know listen, his wife had a, a conversation about prison reform that didn't include cameras. Kim went in there and had a serious Thank conversation you. about that woman and got her released. Those cameras and were there because of Kanye. And I swear, Linda, Ms. Clifford, Queen, I hear you. But Kanye has something other. He's, he's got mental wellness issues, that is for sure. But what they are has to be looked into because he keeps spotlighting this same enigma, this same issue. Because when he's off his meds, he goes down this same kind of, I am not black, there is no racism, there is no problem. Right. Racism is an invisible wall. He goes, he wants to be bigger than. That's why he dates this non-black woman, because I'm bigger than race. That's why he says all these things, because, because he keeps eating this same poison apple. And that's the fearful thing, is that is that he is off his meds, he's just a kind of lucid that speaks a truth that is that is something I believe he thinks is true. He said he said he was a genius long before his mama died. He said he was a, he was he was better than long before these mental breaks and long before Kim Kardashian. We're just seeing the manifest of things he's been right. saying to us about himself yeah. all along. I agree. You're right. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. Absolutely. Let me just um, let all the people I mean, that's watching on all the people that's watching on this Facebook Live and um, for the people that are listening on the radio show and any other way that you are listening on the internet or whatever, um, if you want to um, be vocal, you can call 347-996-5394. And when I see you on the line and when I get a chance, I will bring you on and you can speak with us as well and, and have your voice heard. That number again is 347-996-5394. Press 1 so I know you want to speak because there are people holding on the line um, who have not pressed 1, so I'm assuming that you're just listening via phone, which is cool too. All right? So what is everyone's thought about the whole okay, so we we touched on Kavanaugh, right? We touched on that. We touched mm-hmm. on we touched on the Me Too movement, which I saw a very interesting meme that says that um, men would 
understand consent. Men understand consent when a gay man tries to touch them. Straight men understand consent when a gay man tries mm-hmm. to touch them. Mm-hmm. Which I get that. Yeah. They right. Get it and then um, we also we we hit on. Wait, we did Kavanaugh. We did we did Me Too a little bit. And we talked about Kanye, which I, I, you know, I, I believe I agree that he has mental illness, and that was sad, and it also put a blemish on us as a people in different ways. Red, yes, me. and it, and unfortunately, there are people who will listen to what Kanye has to say and act on that kind of speak and that you know that's really the horrible thing about it you know many people i've seen uh comments about the fact that kanye kanye's a genius and he does this and y'all don't know what you're talking about let me tell you something like i said mental illness is real kanye take your meds take your meds Amen. amen that's true that's true absolutely absolutely yeah uh so yeah you know, okay, that's so all, that's we, all I got to say about Kanye. <laughs> yeah. No, this makes sense. So we talked about voter suppression. Did we talk about the the what's going on in Atlanta? Um, and actually, they in they showed today on AM Joy a mm-hmm. map of the United States, and then they showed all the different southern states where they are trying to suppress the, the vote. They're using all of these different things. So this um, Secretary of State in Georgia, um, Kemp, who's also running for governor. Running against uh, Stacey Abrams, yep. Running against Stacey Abrams, a black woman, um, how he's holding all of these applications of black and and other minority people who want to vote. He's holding on to those um, applications so that they can't vote. He's, they also have a exact match thing going on. So if like, my name is Javon and it's spelled J a capital J a capital V O N N E. If on the registration they have a small V, then I may not be able to vote. For people who have oh, an apostrophe boy. in their name, when they go, if it's not documented the exact same way, it, it, it's you can't vote. If you spell Keisha with two E's or an I and an E or whichever, and it's not the same way, if it's not an exact match, you can't vote. So we know in within the last 30, 40, probably years, um, people of color have become very creative with the names that we have given our children. And so that is being done specifically to thwart the the ability of people of color, black people specifically, to be able to vote, that direct match. Um, because okay. if your name is Mary, your name is Mary, right? right. Mary Brown is Mary Brown. But if if you are, you know, if you have um, a different name or a name with a different type of spelling, 
they're going to make it difficult for you to vote. You, you, you're, you're being disenfranchised. So the Atlanta NAACP, the chapter in Atlanta, is suing Mr. Kemp. Stacey Abrams' team is, is asking him, demanding that he step down. It, it's just a hot mess. It's, and and it's we're we're literally days now, about twenty something days prior to the election. This right. to me is overtly illegal. I don't understand why this is even possible. This is what the vote. You know, if if we vote, we can make a difference. We can stop this. But I just also, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, people. But. This is, they tried this, something similar to this in Alabama, but those black women got their walking shoes on and marched to the polls. They weren't happy. And they elected a Democrat. Yep, they said, uh uh-uh, uh, not today. Well, so if we could uh, discuss that disenfranchisement. Yeah, similar thing is going on in Florida right. where they're trying to change the the borders or the neighborhoods, you know, they're cutting off different sections of the state because it has more of an African-American or a Latino population, and they don't want them to vote. So that section is being cut off for some reason, and then neighborhoods are being split, and somehow that is legal. But, again, that's because of the people who are in office right now and these judges that we have to get out. Absolutely. And the point that Linda brings up that is so masterful that – so here's what we got, we got to get, uh, Jay Strong, Therese, Ms. Clifford, everybody. Listen, y'all, Linda, listen, listen. This is not new for black people. They've been doing this since the 50s, right. and this is the reason that the uh, Voting Rights Act came into place. All of this stuff, the greatest enemy of activism is ambivalence, and they want to make sure that there's so much stuff in the ethos, so much stuff being talked about, that people almost feel like, why show up, I might get a problem. When the truth is, even in suppressing, even trying to not take those new registrants through, what they're hoping for is that the people who are registered don't show up. What they were hoping for in Alabama is that that 98% black women, 94% black men, let's be clear, don't show up. Because when we show up, we shut down. When we show up, we uh-huh. shut down. When we show up, we shut down. And that's where we got to keep pushing folk and all of this social media, social media activist, activism. The thing I keep saying to people is hashtag remember in November. All of this July, August, you know, to all of this stuff, remember all of this come November. And we really need to right. make it a point to not get lost in, you know, in, in, in you know, the news cycle. And, you know, I've, I've, got my, I've got my Instagram and Facebook set up now with an automatic, with these automated apps so that all of these news stories over the years start to flood my, start to flood my uh, feed again. So that people can go, oh, my God, I forgot about that. Oh, my God, I forgot about that. Because that's what they want. They want us to get so distracted by the new American Idol and the latest person on The Voice that we forget that this <laughs> foolishness has gone down in the name of American politics. Mm, if we nice. looked at some of the you craziness, so right. the, the president is doing all of this and ain't said nothing about Michael yet. A hurricane is destroying the uh, South, yeah. and he has yet to say a God-blessed word. 
let us be clear that there is an idiot in the office of president. Huh. To say the very least. To yeah. say the very least. Absolutely. He has I'm trying no to stay safe, Rez. I'm trying. <laughs> you don't want to be you. You're going to be safe regardless. Okay, so what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I totally agree with you. I mean, idiot is is definitely a kind way of putting yeah, it. Yeah, I'm a tiny guy. I mean, guy. He, he really has no clue as to what he's doing. And, you know, it's obvious from the people that he hired when he got into office and then had to fire and get rid of because they didn't know what they were doing. They just thought, hey, we're going to run the country. We're going to, yeah, come on. You know, you have to show at least a little bit like you might know what you're doing. A little bit. And unfortunately, you know, uh, you know, he's got, now he seems to have people who are kind of, you know, this op-ed that was written where they're stealing stuff off his desk to keep him from signing stuff. I mean, seriously, how bad is it really? What's going on in that White House that we don't know about? Well, all of those people who are quitting aren't just people who can't do the job. There were people who refused to do the job he wants them to do. That the he same people to, who right. are stealing stuff off his desk are the people who say, I have come as far as I can go with this. I have I was done the stuff yeah. that I thought was in my own best interest, but I can't do that. And we've got to look at I that. I, I feel some sort of yeah. way because I felt some modicum of respect for Nikki Haley, the governor of South Carolina, who was the ambassador to the U.N. When she stepped away, I'm like, yeah, there's something going on in that house that's diabolical and the truth is as you all talking about the ways that you know of trump and uh the central park five this is a man who's trying Mm -hmm. to run the country the way he runs his business this is the man who lied and said my daddy only gave me a million dollars now we found out his diet has given him given him uh, nearly a hundred million dollars in fake loans right so this is a man who is a liar and who is diabolical who doesn't care because he will step i mean listen he he has gone into cities and built stuff and didn't pay hundreds of people he left atlantic uh, atlantic city devastated by leaving those contractors mm-hmm. you know without payment right. he is a vile human being who doesn't care about anything except himself and he's a man who's yet to give us his tax returns He wanted to talk about seeing Obama's birth certificate, and we don't know how much he's actually worth. He might be worth $23.83 for all we know. Hello, (laughs) hello. And and we know he's a racist because, you know, the Ku Klux Klan, there's some very fine people there. You know. Including his own daddy. Was a Klansman. His own daddy, exactly. On top of being one of the biggest liars on the planet, I mean, about everything. I don't think he knows the truth anymore because you know, so much. And, I just, I, and I got some people I just, I just got some people I want to shout out particularly because if you do nothing and you are aware of everything this man is about or even a decimal of what he's about and you remain quiet you are silently co-signing his agenda I'm Come sorry on. Ab- oh my goodness so right so right that's true. Some people call some people call that silence being politically correct, correct or not wanting to be involved. And the fact of the matter complicit. is, you are silently complicit. Co- yes, complicit. yes, yeah, they are co-signing his agenda. Yes, yes. Thank you. And the, the the thing is, we all have to be involved. It can't just be one or two people out there, 
you know, pounding the desk and, and begging people to go out and vote. We all have to be involved. You know, this is a, this is a desperate time, and this can change so many things for the future. Yeah. You know, I have children and grandchildren that I'm worried about. Look at what's happening to the planet. I mean, there's a, mil- there's yeah. a list of things that we could go through. That are not being poli- taken care of, not served. Right. And politics is one of these conversations that we say you don't have in, you know, in public discourse. Oh, you don't ever want to have conversations about children or religion or politics. It's time for us to start having some family and church conversations about politics. Because at the end of the day, not talking about it is breeding this level of apathy that as somebody, uh, I think it was you, Jay Strong, said earlier, that had people say, well, I don't like her, I don't like him, so I'm not going to vote or I'm just going to vote for this other person. We have to sit with the sexism that is inbred in a conversation about not liking a woman who is the most qualified person to ever seek the office of the president and be okay with not voting for her because you don't like her. Because that's that's bred in our culture now. You're supposed to like people. He may not be the best singer, but I'm going to vote for him as the American Idol. Now they even say these talent shows are not about the best. It's about the favorite so that you can vote for the person you like. People are voting on their feelings now, not on expertise or readiness or, you know, for the office or talent. It's just like I like him the best. He's my favorite. So they they tell you their story so that you can see that they're your favorite. He's the cutest. Exactly. Now, yes. Remember, Sanjaya was on, was on uh, uh, American Idol into the top ten. Not the best singer by a strip of the girl's body was cute. That's what we live uh-huh. in as a culture now. People get to vote person I like. And we got involved in the conversation when we did it to Hillary Clinton. I even got mad at black people. So she said super predator when, when back in the 90s. She said so-called super predators, which is a term that came out of the black church. Preachers said that from their pulpits. And she picked it up because black people were saying it first. And we are saying she said that. It's like we've got to stop this because we've got too many women running for office in 2018 for, for the nasty woman syndrome to not be addressed in its totality. Because I promise you in yeah. local offices that smear, that almost saying bitch, that's suggesting nasty woman, that's suggesting it being in her place and stuff, we've got to deal with out loud. Because otherwise, women are going to go into the, into the ballot box and suggest that, well, everybody knows a man should be president. Everybody knows because oh. they said that, because they sat and steeped in that kind of madness that we don't want to address even in our own conversations. Yes. I'm sorry, y'all. Holla. I have to have, I have no, to have no, I'm applauding no, no, no. you right you now. I'm applauding you right now. You have nothing that's, to that's be sorry for. for. Nothing to be sorry for. Absolutely. I woke up sick that hell. You know, I woke up sick that Hillary Clinton didn't win because people said I just couldn't vote for her. I just, I don't know. It's just something about her I didn't like. This man was on tape for saying he would grab this, do whatever you want when you're famous. Yes. They'll let you coming against Barack Obama, coming against, and you still didn't vote for her because I don't know. I just don't I, like her. I, well, what about the yeah. email? I don't know. What? Tell me what it is about the email thing. I don't know. Well, Ben, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the, the the thing, the bombing. Well, what about the? I don't know. I think she had something to do with it. If you think politicians didn't have something to do with wars, then I don't. She was a secretary. Of state. I don't understand how we just sit around in this kind of apathy, acting like uh-huh. I have to like a person in order for me. I don't like my who, 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 most people don't like their boss. 
So what makes you think you have to like the president? I want the most qualified person to do the job, not Thank like you. them. Thank you. <laughs> Especially that and, job. And Especially right. that job. Right. Okay. Because it's it's more than just even America and us as individuals. This this is the world. Uh, the the president of the United States is the leader. Of is the, the free leader world. of the free world. Of the free and world, the most powerful man really in the world. He is really into these communist guys, these these tyrants. This is yes, what he's he in love with Kim Jong Un. He's in love with him. He's just, I'm in love me. with I him. I want to kill you. Lop your head off. Yeah. You know, and Vladimir Putin. He's in love with him too. Yeah. yeah. He's not. He's not a democratic. He doesn't believe in democracy. Let's put it like that. He wants no. to be king, ruler. He's a narcissist. Thank you. you. He wants you to be the king. Be a, a, a democratic ruler and be a narcissist. It's just like extreme. And I think that yes. Nixon was similar, except that Nixon understood what democracy was. He tried to get around democracy. Trump doesn't care about democracy. I think uh-uh. Nixon thought that what he was doing was in the best interest of the country because it was in the best interest of him. I don't think that Donald Trump cares about the best interest of the country. He cares about the best interest no. of himself. What, he he's got too many investments in, in different areas of the world. He's got money all over the world. He doesn't care about this country. And those parts of the world him. that he deals with are the shady, slippery, slimery parts of the world. Thank like you. Saudi Arabia, yes. like Russia, you know? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And and these people and, who, who are quote-unquote Trumpers, they just don't get it, you know? They just I don't, can't see beyond a black man was a president. That's how. That's right. That's that's right. That's and where they, they stop. Republican versus Democrat as opposed to we are the United States of America and we need to get this together. We need to get together as a people, as a united people. The United States of America. Well, we're, that's the problem. We we're need to be looking at the Constitution. That's it, that's and, and that's wait, that. There it is. There it is. Somebody just said it. There's the problem. Uh-huh. Say it again. Uh-huh. We are not united. We're not anymore. united. What exactly. Trump has shown us is that there's more that the same white supremacy that hit your grandmother on the back of the head at the Greensboro lunch counter, the same white supremacy that spat on the children as they walked into the school in Brown, uh, Brown versus Board of Education, the same white indignation that barked that, that loose dogs and used water hoses is the same one in the in the in the fabric and in the terra firma of this country. And as Will Smith said, racism isn't getting worse; it's getting filmed. That's it. White women calling police on little kids doing things. On, White women calling police kids. on black people for walking, for breathing, for sleeping, for being. This is what we haven't wanted to deal with. Those people have been whispering about political correctness for the last 35 years, saying, I don't want to have to say this. I don't want to have to do this. Now with Donald Trump, they don't have to. They have elected yeah, their own go. Hitler to office, and they can spit in mm-hmm. your black face because they always looked at you and wanted to spit but didn't feel empowered to now. Now, p- police are shooting people, not going to jail. People are hurting people and not having any repercussions. Now they feel free to do whatever they 
want because you say Donald Trump doesn't care, and every weekend he goes to a rally full of people who don't care. Yes, and if you you're look right. at what you're they did, right. how they treated Dr. Blasey Ford, imagine how they would treat me. Imagine how they would. Exactly. I mean, my exactly. God, that woman is, you know, imagine how they would treat me. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, Anita Hill, Anita Hill, Anita Hill, Anita Hill. Anita Hill. Let's do it. You want to talk about subject? I'm going to lead this to the I'm going to say this, Queens, and I want y'all to speak on it. How about the fact that Clarence Thomas's white wife, Virginia, is so indignant that she has called Anita Hill saying, I think it's time that you give me an apology. Apology. Yeah, how about that? (laughs) I got How about that? Wow. Oh my God, I can't believe that. I saw, you know, yeah. I read that yeah. and I saw yeah. this woman is out of her mind. How Completely. dare she? Completely. How dare she? And I do want to comment very quickly. I mean, you know, I listen, I'm from Brooklyn and you know, I you know, Brooklyn people, we look at things a certain way. We you know, even though I haven't lived there for a while, I'm still a Brooklyn girl. And quite frankly, I just want to warn people because I know that many people, the racist people that are out there, and they feel that they can do what they want to do. This is not 19 anymore. There's a limit to how far you can go. Yeah. Because you go up to the wrong person and say the wrong thing, you're going to get your butt whipped. I'm just your saying. Your entire. That, yeah. yeah. Every, every you know, angle. This is not this is not 1950 anymore. So you know we're not taking that, and um, you know unfortunately our young children are suffering. And you know the problem being that every black mother has to sit down with her son and have that talk. Yeah. You know about you know don't don't argue with the police don't put your you know you can't touch this and you don't do that and don't look at so and so you know i want you to come home at the end of the day you right. you you have to have that talk with your children i want you to be safe come back home you know that's a shame nobody should have to do that just because of the color of your skin right and, you know i have a son i have a daughter and my children got that talk from me so, you know, that's something that unfortunately really has to continue to go on in this century to be done. And and it's so wrong, but it happens every day. Like the woman that you mentioned who called the police on, what was he, 12 years old because he brushed up against her? I think he was you eight. Know, come on. The little boy. Eight? eight or nine, oh, a little boy. God. I mean, Really? And then the woman who called the police on some a little Girl Scout who was selling cookies or or, or water or something on the street. Please, people. Yeah, I I I don't know. I, it's all we're going backwards. Yeah, I I just keep seeing images of Emmett Till. I just keep seeing it, and oh. it 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 really hasn't changed between. I I see Emmett Till and I see that picture of Sarah. Uh, not Sarah. I'm sorry, Sandra. Sarah, Sandra Bland is supposed to yes. be a, a photo of her being um, booked, but she looks as though she's already deceased. You know? Um, yeah. Yes. And, and remember, and all the other people who took their mugshot in that same 
jail had cinder blocks behind them, and hers was flat because that's the floor. Right. Oh my God. So you know. But, you know, we 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 have to get as radical as our parents and grandparents were willing to be because Linda brought this up earlier as it relates to our activism that 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 we really do need. You know, there's a, what is that line in Glory from uh, Selma where common says it takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Because some of this young people's energy just wants to hit the streets, but if you're not hitting the right streets, if you're not willing to take over the administration building and line up every day outside the registration office to vote and push and push back, then all we're doing is taking the streets. And that anger in the streets becomes violence in the streets. It becomes looting in the streets as opposed to the force and the fire of those voices screaming down politicians at the elevator, you know, stuff that actually can cause changes, that can have a ripple effect, you know, you know, using social media, to con- like somebody has done a list of the last day to register in every state, taking that same list and deal with everybody that's up for election this year and what, 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 where they have stood on issues that are germane to who we are. We've got to hold people accountable, and I think social media is a prime space to be able to do that so that we can so that we can hashtag remember in November. Remember that the Democrat from West Virginia voted this way uh, with Kavanaugh. Remember in November that Susan yes. Collins, a woman, like we got to get white yes. women have got to be held to task for every time it's time for them to show up as feminists, they show up as white women and somebody else is white. Susan Collins mm-hmm. voted for Kavanaugh. Susan Collins. Yes. And Susan Rice is on her behind. She's like, I'm running against her in Maine. That's how Good. we do this shift. That's yep. how you do it. So we're it. we're running we're running running out of time right now. So um I I do wanna just um bring this up that um the county where Sandra Bland was um taken in is the same county where that gentleman, Mr. Kemp, who's suppressing votes in Please. Atlanta, same it's the same county. He's oh from, my God. He's from so just know that. But I, I want to take, just give each person one minute to go and, and to say something to impress upon people the importance of their vote, their individual. If you were, if, if I sat someone in front of you right now who says, I don't vote. I just need each of you to say one thing, and then we're going to end the show with that. Me first. Your lack of vote means you are actually voting for the same system and people that oppress you. So it's not like you have a choice, because by not voting, you are voting for the same system, and you're saying it's okay. Oof. Yep. Well, I definitely agree with that and I have to I have to say that you know I've been around for a long time and I've been voting for a long time and I would literally get down on my knees and beg you to get out there and be active and vote your vote could make the difference that one vote I am a few things in this work, and one of them is a music researcher. And Linda Clifford, the woman with us today, has a song that says, If My Friends Could See Me Now. 
Think about that. If your grandmother, your great-grandfather could see you sitting and seeping in your apathy because you don't think your vote matters, sitting still when people sat in long, sit, sat at counters and stood in long lines so that you could be ambivalent. These people are just like the worst boss on earth who made you forget that they're the employee. Your vote is your checking them to maintain the job. And if you don't want them to keep the job, vote them. They work for us, and they hope that your apathy keeps them in because they don't want you to remember that your vote could take them out. Amen. 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 And I'm going to give the last word to one of our, um, somebody who's been watching the live. Um, She used to attend our church, Pastor. Her name is Brenda P. Bullock. Bullock, down in Florida. Yes. She just typed you are making the biggest mistake of your life by not voting. Don't, don't complain. And I couldn't agree with her more. I want to thank each yep. and every one of you. This was a good show. I'm going to share it around and hopefully people Absolutely. will listen. I'm going to make another video. Um, Therese and I made videos um, for people to get registered and now I'm going to put something together for people to vote. Ms. Clifford, if you would like to send me um, your plea to people in a video, you can have somebody either record you on, on with a camera or they can record you on the phone and then you can text that to me. You can direct message me and we can talk about how to get that done so that you can be a part of the video. I'm putting it together. Um, Pastor Kev. And um, I got you. with that, I love what you said about if my friends could see me now and <laughs> our ancestors great. who died, yes. bled, and struggled so that they could, so well, that we could right. have the vote. What, yes. what are we saying to them? What are we saying to them? Thank you, everybody. And loving us was a runaway love, huh? I'm going to use all my <laughs> Linda Clifford references this morning. No, you know, you know, my fave, my fave. <laughs> that, you know, Run that away. is my favorite. I think I got to go with Runaway Love, even though I was going to say, if I was going to end the show with If My Friends Could See Me Now. These choices, choices, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to play Runaway <laughs> right, Love. But, but if, I, if our ancestors could see us now seeing apathetic, then we are saying that, that their support for us was in vain and they loved us with a runaway love. There it is. There yes, it is. is. Let's make that happen. <laughs>
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.